Welcome in to uh, Cup of Joe. Good morning, good afternoon, good midday. There we go. Welcome in to Cup of Joe. Midday Madness right here on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Seth Shirey, Seth Hopper, Aiden Dallins, and Joe Gaither all hanging out with you guys for the next hour. Big thanks to Martin and Xavier Houston getting the day going. With the Martin Houston Show, you got Whippin' Barry Sanderson on inside the locker room and our man Gary Harris just wrapped up the Gary Harris Show. You can hear him weekdays 9 to 11. I'll be with you till mid till noon. We'll have Big Noon Sports, Mac Holter, Lars Anderson, and Christian Miller. Today we'll have Ryan Fowler on the game at 2 o'clock, and then we'll have a little Alabama baseball tonight against the Missouri Tigers. They're on the road uh, taking on the Missouri Tigers, so you'll hear that right about, what's that, 6 o'clock, so 5.55, hard start for that. Tune in to uh, Alabama baseball. You can listen to it live right here on Tide 100.9 and download the Tide 100.9 app. Today it's the best way to keep up with all your Alabama Crimson Tide news and listen to us anywhere you go. You can jump in and join the show on the Twitter machine at Tide 109, at Joe Gaither 6, at Septimus 44, at Seth R. Hopper, and Aiden underscore Dollins. And at Joe Gaither 6, send us your comments, questions, queries, and complaints. And, of course, you can jump in and join the show on the Derek Daniels State Farm Hotline at 205-342-9904. We love Derek Daniels. Sponsoring the program. Go see him, Derek Daniels State Farm, for all your home, life, and auto insurance needs. You can visit him at 1214 McFarland Boulevard Northeast, right across the river. You're crossing the, the river on McFarland. You see the softball stadium on your left. Keep on going about two minutes. You'll see Derek Daniels building, the little white building on your left, right past the buddies, right as you cross the bridge into McFarland. So what are we going to do today, Seth Hopper? What are we going to do today? Well, we have a plan, but as always, um, the plan gets hijacked at, at 1055 with breaking news. Mr. Jamison Williams. Jamo, I love you. What are you doing, Jamison? What are you doing? You just saw your fellow rideout, Calvin Ridley, sit on the sideline for a year. Sit on the sideline for a year and for, 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 for gambling. Now, it looks like Calvin Ridley gambled on his own team. But, yeah, if you haven't seen it yet, according to all the major NFL reporters, Adam Schefter, Ian Rappaport, Ari Mayov, every big uh, NFL reporter is in on this by now. Jamison Williams is suspended for six games, but he's not alone. There are several Detroit Lions. So with my Chicago Bears hat on, I am laughing, but my Alabama heart is bleeding. Jamison, why? What do you like? I, look. You just had your rookie season that was marred by your ACL recovery. We all gave you a pass for that because ACL recovery sucked and then it just takes some time. You came and you played like four games. You had one catch for like 90 yards and a touchdown. No, it was like a 40-yard catch, but he had one reception last year. We were all expecting, and I was fearing, absolutely fearing, uh, that you would dominate the NFC North this, this year. That you and Jared Goff, you would take the top off of the defense. You would not allow my Chicago Bears to stack the box against the Dan Campbell running game, the biting the kneecaps and, and tough play that they're going to be. No, you were going to be the weapon that opened everything up. I was afraid of that. James Williams, along with... Wide receiver Quintez Cephas, safety C.J. Moore are suspended. Uh, and then, uh, let's see, who else? Uh, Stanley, Bear, uh, Stanley Berryhill? Uh, I've got one more name that I'm missing. Uh, okay, that, that that's all the lines. And then, of course, you got to throw, if, if there's anybody, if there's any suspensions for dumb stuff, you got to throw in a commander. Shaka Tony, Washington Commanders defensive end Shaka Tony, sorry, is also suspended. Uh, so these guys. And he was going to go to the Pro Bowl this year. Was he? Uh, or, or, or that's a, that's a total joke. Okay, I, I have no idea who Mr. Shaka Tony is uh, with the Washington Commander, but there's several players: uh, four Lions and Shaka Tony. Four Lions and one Commander suspended. Williams is suspended six games. Cephas and, and C.J. Moore are suspended indefinitely, which we, we, they they got the Calvin Ridley treatment. So I don't really understand why some of these guys got different levels of suspensions. Oh, but come on, look. You guys know if you listen to this show. Though, I like to uh, I like to pay attention to the gambling lines. Oh, you know minus six. You know oh odds odds to go first overall. I, I, I like Las Vegas. I, I love to pay attention to what they're doing because Las Vegas can kind of let you know what's going on in the sports world because those guys are insane, uh, insanely good at their job. Dude, what, what do you like? Look, I know that. Why can't you just go to the casino, Sep, and play some blackjack? You want to gamble? You, you know you can't gamble on sports. I don't know whether these guys 
guys gambled on football or not. It, it, it's not spe- it's not specific, specified. Oh yeah, do you have a yeah? Go ahead. It does specify it at Tell one me. point in the article that I'm looking at. Tell it, me. It, so uh, Jameson and Stanley Berryhill, uh, they were not betting on NFL games. They were not betting on football. That's why their suspension is lesser than I think the others. And like Calvin Ridley, we saw was obviously betting on NFL. Um, so I, I guess I mean, I guess they- it, it suggested that these. Three guys who are getting indefinite, they were betting on NFL games. <laughs> okay, so now I have a little bit of a hard time because Jamison Williams, are you not allowed to bet on the NBA? Are you not allowed to bet on the NHL? That's where it gets are tricky, not, I Are you think. not allowed to bet on, yeah. on, on uh, Major League Baseball, on, on, on other sporting events? Are you not allowed to bet on Alabama at this point? So this is where the technicality yeah, is. Yeah, give it to me. He's suspended on a technicality that a bet on anything sporting-related cannot be placed from within an NFL facility. And oh, he placed the bet while oh, at some kind of voluntary oh. thing. So he's in the Lions facility because they live there, basically. Right. Uh, and he whips out his phone and he pulls up his DraftKings app. I mean, I, look, this is this is me uh, painting a picture. This may not be exactly what happened. He wanted is, that Pat McAfee super boost. Yeah, well, I, I'm basically yeah. You get the app, you get the notification. Hey, you know, we're throwing you know, jump into the three game parlay for for super odds or whatnot. And he's like, oh shoot, you know. I, I know NBA. My buddy, my, my buddy, you know, who I'm sure they've, they've got buddies all over the sporting Herb world. Herb Jones told him what the lock was. Right. Herb said, hey, man, I got these guys tonight. And, and, and I'm sure I'm sure he didn't. Uh, OK, so this is where we're uh, we're all at. Let's have this talk. Should the NFL should the NFL make the consent? Like, look. You, you watch NFL every week. It's DraftKings.com. It's it's uh it's it's all of the what's the other what's the other daily fantasies? DraftKings and FanDuel, FanDuel, FanDuel. FanDuel. Yeah, it's FanDuel. Well, I mean, there's so many sports books though at this point. Caesars. You got uh, what's the Jamie Foxx one? But they're <laughs> but they're all in bed with the daily fantasy. The 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 all right. week to week daily fantasy. Oh, yeah. and, and so it's like sign up for daily fantasy today, and it's all over. It's all over the NFL commercials. They're making all the money. MGM. Yeah, MGM, of course. And so there's some of these facilities. You can be in the stadium and go and make a bet of the kiosks uh, in some of the kiosks. The Caesars Superdome now. Okay, that's in in, in New Orleans, right? That is the Superdome. Right, so you can go into the Superdome. The Saints are playing, and you're like, hey, man, I think uh, Olave, right? uh, Chris Olave is going to have a great game today. I'm going to bet over the 80 yards, uh, over the 80-yard mark. He's going to go over the 80, and he's going to go over four receptions. I'm going to put my $100 slip in, and when the the game's over, I'm going to go to the window and collect my, what, 250 back or so. They're promoting it. The NFL is promoting it for you and me, for – for the for the for the regular peons like us, the NFL is promoting it. I understand. I understand. Okay, the guys can't bet on NFL games. That feels like a safe line. That feels like a line I'm comfortable with. But but the guys can't bet on the NBA. You can't bet on Alabama. Because think about it. hey, man, all the all the college pride. I went to Alabama. Alabama will play LSU this week. Uh, Alabama is a seven point favorite. Uh, yeah, you know, I bet you. They're betting thousands of dollars. I bet you ten thousand dollars. Alabama's going to cover the seven. Blah 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 blah. blah. You know, they're, they're locker room talk, right? Just like you, we did in high school. But I was betting three dollars and and ten dollars and like you know and betting like uh, simple things like I'll buy you a sandwich, like that sort of thing. Uh, this is what happens in locker rooms. And the NFL is going to punish these guys, and thus they'll say if everybody's like, well, I'm not betting against you. Let's just say it's Alabama versus, you know, Wright State Tech Community College. And, 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 and you know, who wants to take who wants to bet against me? Nobody. Well, shoot, let me whip out my phone and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play on FanDuel and I'm going to get my money that way. <laughs> do we not all sit around? I, I'm sorry, this is nerd stuff. But do we not all sit around on Thursday of, uh, of the NFL season and say, hey, this is my fantasy football lineup, Seth. What do you think about it? Should I make any changes? Seth's like, eh, I like this player. I like that player. You should swap out the quarterback. And then what happens? The next step says, well, I'm in these leagues. Can you look at my lineup? What do you think? Because we all want to beat our buddies. We're all competing for the, you know, hey, what do you think? What do you think? It's all, and ultimately, we're gambling with our fantasy football. This same thing happens in, in, in the NFL lockers. No, obviously, not all the NFL players play fantasy football. But the, a certain percentage of them do. Like the NFL, you are in bed with this. So why 
can we like, oh, oh, the, the gray area makes me uncomfortable the gray area makes me uneasy with with uh with oh you know you, you can bet on you can't bet on football but if you bet on basketball but you're actually in the facilities and now you're suspended I, I, the rules are too hairy for me that's where it gets me because i doubt that jameson or the other guy knew that it was not okay for them to bet on a game from the facility. They were probably like, they, that just seems like a rule that wouldn't be, you know, in the forefront of their mind. Like, oh, I'm walking out to my car. I'm sending this parlay as I'm walking through the lobby. The lobby. Like, you, you th- you, they probably thought absolutely nothing of it, and now they're going to have to miss almost half of their season. That's why I don't get How does this affect the Detroit Lions and NFL at all? It, it doesn't. If it's just an NBA game they're betting on, how does that affect them at all? My man, Aiden Dollars, next piece of breaking news goes. Go All right, so it. we got the statement from uh, Jamo's uh, agent uh, right here. Alliance Sports confirms that its client, Jamison Williams, has been suspended by the NFL for six games for violating the NFL's gambling policy. Jamison takes full responsibility for his actions and is very apologetic to the NFL, his teammates, and the fans of the city and the city of Detroit. However, it is important to note that Jamison's violation was not for betting on football, but rather due to a technical rule regarding the actual location in which the online bet was placed, and which would otherwise be allowed by the NFL outside of the club's facility. Jamison would never intentionally jeopardize the integrity of the game he loves so much and looks forward to getting back with his team as soon as possible. So he didn't, he, he didn't even really know that he wasn't allowed to do this. Mm, yeah, exactly. And like, that's where it just, man, it really sucks. It really sucks for him. Cause you know, like you said, Joe, he was poised as a guy who's going to come in and dominate the NFC North. This yeah. Year. I think he really would. I, I, man. And he may have a great second half of the year. He might, but I think that uh, like, I think he was going to really have, a, have have an amazing year with the Lions because I'm on Ross St. Brown. Uh, the, the way that their team is structured, and godly, look at me complimenting the Lions, the way that their team is structured, so balanced. It just seems like ba- like their general manager said, oh, let me get a mauling offensive line. Let me get a big speedy wide receiver. Let me get a big play. Let, let me get a big uh, a wide receiver that can go through the middle and get it with Amon Ross St. Brown. Oh, you know, they got rid of Hawkinson. Okay. And now they've got, they, they've got a couple good running backs in there. They, they got my boy, David Montgomery. They got DeAndre Swift. I, I, I think that, I think the Lions are building something, uh, something quite good that is sustainable for the future. But, but this is quite a blow for the, for their 20, their outlook for 2023. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see, you know, how they game plan. But, I, I mean, when you think about it, they were missing him a lot of last year, and they were They were fine. still good. They yeah, were still they good. Were still I good. mean, he, it, he was obviously, you know, an added benefit even when he came back, you know, probably not quite, you know, full conditioning. You know, he was ready to go, obviously. He was healthy. He took the time to get healthy. But, you know, maybe not quite as, you know, spry as he would have been this year. Uh, I think the Lions will be okay, and if they're sitting, you know, if they're sitting after six games this season and they're four and two, three and three, then they add that weapon, you know, to their team. You're looking at, you know, I know we said it this year, but the Lions are looking like a playoff team. Truly, I mean, you look at their additions, you look at, you know, the way things have shifted around for them. You look at what they gave us last year. I mean. You, I never thought I'd be saying this about Jared Goff, but you know he's an inspiring quarterback with that team. He leads that team. He he has the arm talent to carry that team to the playoffs, and he's got the pieces. I think people love Dan Campbell as a coach. So, you know if they're if they're if they get through six games and they're at five hundred or above, they're absolutely one hundred percent in the playoff hunt still. One hundred percent. Well, guys, let's uh, take a pivot real quick before we go to break. Let's take a pivot and talk about a rumor from yesterday that it needs to be kind of put to bed. Tyler Van Dyke. Anybody heard about Tyler Van Dyke? Tyler Van Dyke is the University of Miami quarterback. Still today is the University of Miami quarterback not in the transfer portal, not leaving the University of Miami. Now, okay, all right, back up, back up. Yesterday, it seems like uh, it seems like after the second scrimmage, uh, what, sat- last Saturday? It seems like after last Saturday, there was a little bit of movement for, oh, my gosh, I don't know if we have the right quarterback under center. And uh, there was a little bit of speculation, people putting things together. Tyler Van Dyke, the quarterback from Miami, who's going into his junior season, uh, going into his junior year, uh, might 
want to be leaving Miami, might be unhappy with his NIL deals, might think that he's worth a little bit more than what he's getting at the University of Miami, and Tyler Van Dyke might be a good candidate to come into Alabama and lead the tie to a national championship. Isn't Miami the NIL Kings? Why do you want 1,800 yards, 10 touchdowns, and five interceptions? Why do you want that? Why do you want some, uh, 63% completion percentage? Because they're not very intelligent, Joe. Why? Why, why is that what you want in the ACC? If you're not, look, why do you want a guy who has one rushing touchdown in his career? I know he's a quarterback, not a running back, but his his career for his career, 35 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, average career, his career, his career completion percentage in two seasons for the, for the Kings, right at 62%. He, the, my man's never got a three, hasn't got a 3000 yard season yet. He totally regressed from year, from, from his uh, 21, 2021 to last year, 2022 season. Why, why, why is this guy the, the, the pick? Here's the deal. Look. Yeah, go pale. Well, we've got plenty of paleness in the quarterback room. Yeah, but maybe that paleness doesn't look like it's going to beat out the other guy. I think... Let's all be honest with ourselves. Is Tyler Van Dyke marketably better than Ty Simpson or Jalen Milrow? Probably not. No. Okay, then. Like, look, I'd rather struggle with the guys we've got. Then go out there and, you know, make promises, go into the transfer portal, maybe illegally tamper. I'd rather struggle with the guys we've got than go out to the transfer portal. Now, what happened yesterday after all this rumor happened? Nick Saban had a press conference. Nick Saban was asked, are you happy, satisfied with the quarterback room? Nick Saban gives the the typical answer. Oh, I'm happy with the progress. The guys need to make more progress. I'm happy with the progress. They're all working hard. We're all working hard together. Roll Tide. That's kind of what the message was. And, and what do you expect Coach Saban to say? Well, these guys are really sucking, and we're looking at all the other options that we got. <laughs> You're not going to get the. You're not going to get that. Nick Saban's going to put Jalen Milrow and Ty Simpson and Eli Holstein and, and Dylan Lonergan on the field on Saturday, and we're all going to see them. And they're going to play up, and they're going to play down, and they're going to play like quarterbacks who haven't, who don't have a lot of experience, and they're not going to be asked to do a whole lot. I'm I'm comfortable with the room that we have. I'm comfortable with what we got. Let's 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 develop what we have in our own room. I absolutely agree with you. First off, I'll say that. I'm interested to see if that narrative changes, you know, in a few days after a day. I'm interested to see it once people, you know, watch and it's they're going to have setting. to look, for me. They're going to have to look completely incompetent. Yeah, but there's a. I think there's a maybe. I mean, according to the rumors, I guess from whatever insiders, whatever you know, journalists that saw what they saw that led them to start, you know, putting these rumors that the quarterbacks might be inadequate out there. You know, if, if they're right, if they are right, then it could be, you know, of a whole bunch of people in uproar now asking for Tyler Van Dyke after being, you know, oh, we don't need quarterbacks. We want to build this room. I agree. We need to build the, you know, build our guys. But I'll just, it will be interesting to see how the fan perception a week from now if, you know, if what happens at A Day might happen. So here's the thing. These aren't journalists and analysts and people who Damn know what they're talking about, about step on my point. watching for it. these scrimmages. These are people who happen to be able to afford 400 some odd dollars a year to watch a practice. They're John Q. Fan and Joe Blow from down the street in Northport. You're, still, you're stepping on it. I was about to say this. Look, here's the deal. The people that... Oh, oh, a lot of people who got to see the scrimmage on Saturday are in the fan are in the camp of the fan base that expect absolute perfection. Sure. Absolute perfection from every position, no room for error, no no patience, no time for development. And look. If if Holstein Lonergan, if, if Milrow, if Simpson went out there last the, the last two Saturdays for scrimmage and put up 500 yards apiece, wouldn't that be concerning? Wouldn't that be upsetting? Because you're playing against our own defense. Wouldn't it be concerning if they looked perfect? If they looked, oh, man, Holstein, he, oh, none of his passes hit the ground. Oh, man, Jalen Milrow ran for 5 million yards and had eight passing touchdowns. Oh, Ty Simpson had 50, you know, had two 50-yard touchdown passes. Like, wouldn't that be concerning in and of itself? 
Sure, but I, I think, you know, at least what I would say is that games like this, it's not about the stats at all. No, right, I mean, right. It's about just seeing how they play and, you know, and even then it's one little spring scrimmage. You can't tell all the world from it. There's a whole summer of development to go before the season. But, you so know. So Milrow ends the scrimmage last week on, on an interception. Basically, his last pass is on interception. And people are, oh, yes, whoop-de-doo is the right answer. Like, you're going to have to grow with some people. And, and, and there's a reason Nick Saban doesn't let us with all the practice, because we would overreact to every single, every single day and every single, every single error, every, every single. It would be this nonstop. <laughs> exactly. So, look, Tyler Van Dyke, to, to close the loop, to close the loop, Van Dyke yesterday, uh, Miami at about uh, 645, after Nick Saban's done talking, after kind of the rumor mill got spiked up at 645, the University of Miami's official Twitter account t- tweeted a photo of, of their guy, Tyler Van Dyke, quote, relentlessly working, all focus on 2023, 100% a cane. Hashtag go canes. The tweet was liked and retweeted by by Tyler Van Dyke. And so it seems like the commitment, it seems like kind of the unhappiness with the NIL money. Like, look, we don't want to bring in anybody who's unhappy with their NIL money. What happened yesterday? Drew Rosenhaus, the... Kind of said, the kind of certified college agent for Tyler Van Dyke said, "How do we get more money from my man Tyler Van Dyke?" Oh, we just used to throw out some of the biggest brands in college football. He might go to Alabama. He might go to Texas. He might go to Ohio yep. State. Bingo. He might go to uh, you know all these schools that will pay millions of dollars. Hint, hint, wink, wink, knock, knock. You know, that's all it is. They just use our name to make more money. We ain't getting no Tyler Van Dyke. All right, well, we come back. Well, we go, yeah. You want something else? I was just going to say, they know Miami has the money. Miami's <laughs> yes. been the NIL. I mean, they've taken advantage of NIL more than most schools. Uh, you know, to their credit, it's the, you know, it's it's legal for Good, them to yes, do so. Them. We do the it. same. Why like, not? Yeah, go for it. It's just, it's funny that, you know, maybe that's where it all stemmed from is that they thought, you know, since Miami is paying, you know, basketball players so much and whatever else that, you know, Tyler Van Dyke should certainly get more money from the U. <laughs> Seth Hopper, I want to talk about bobbleheads when I come back. Okay. I want to talk about softball. Alabama takes on the Auburn Tigers this weekend. It's Montana Fouts Night tonight. There are no tickets available on RollTide.com. Go on to the secondary market. And buy them up. We need to get some fervor around Montana Fouts Night. Some, some real celebration behind Montana Fouts Night. Let's be honest. Look, 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 look. There are two, four. Uh, there's four dudes right in here. And, and um, odds are higher that you're a dude that, that a lady listens to the program, even though we love our ladies listen to the program. That's what the numbers and metrics say. Let's all be honest with ourselves, guys. Montana Fouts is one of the greatest athletes that have ever come through the University of Alabama, male or female, bar none. 100% agree. So, 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 like, let's give it up for It's Montana Fouts night tonight. We'll talk about that on the other side of the break. This is Cup of Joe, Midday Madness. If you want to jump in, you can on the Derrick Daniel State Farm hotline at 205-342-9904. The best place for your high school football coverage is right here on Tide 100.9 and online on Tide100.9.com. You've probably seen their clothing around town on game days, but check out Christopher Mobley on the Strip. It's luxury game day apparel redefined. It's the only place in town where you can find Todd Hoops apparel. Clothing designed for the modern day entrepreneur, golf enthusiast, and athleisure fanatic. They've got Peter Millar, Viore, Grayson, and Mizzenamain. And if you haven't tried the Mizzenamain dress shirts, you've got to. You can find them at 1410 University Boulevard on the Strip. Also, they've got a great e-commerce site at ChristopherMobley.shop. So check out Christopher Mobley, luxury game day apparel redefined. From our home base right here in Birmingham, Alabama. We are here treating patients from every generation across the United States and from around the world. As respected industry leaders, we are here working hard for you in an effort to provide you with excellence in sports medicine, excellence in research and education, and excellence in sports injury prevention. We are here for you, aggressively pursuing victory over injury. Learn more 
at andrewsportsmedicine.com. Nukes Eatery. If you're looking for a daily soup special, if you're looking for a salad of California-style pizzas, the great atmosphere, Nukes Eatery. Close enough that you can smell the championships. The Nukes Q sandwich, number one sandwich across the franchise. Great salads, great pizzas, great daily soup specials. You'll find it at Nukes Eatery. Go see my friends, Joel Bromfield, on all the convenient apps. Also, 205-758-2455. Nukes Eatery. Go see those guys. Tell them the game sent you. Close enough that you can smell the championships. Work is a part of all of us. Working drives us to push beyond what we thought was imaginable and allows us to come together again for the things that really matter. That's why the Alabama Department of Labor and the Alabama Career Center System is here to help you discover bigger opportunities than ever before. Visit your local career center or alabamaworks.alabama.gov. Funding provided by the USDOL, ETA, and Federal WIOA, an equal opportunity employer program. Auxiliary aids and services available upon request. Brought to you by this station and the Alabama Broadcasters Association. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Increasingly cloudy this afternoon, the chance of a few scattered showers, the high around 80. For tonight, cloudy, a good chance of showers, maybe a thunderstorm in spots, the low 52. And a nice day tomorrow, the sky sunny, the high at 72. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 73 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Did you miss any episode on Tide 100.9? Don't worry. All of our shows can be found on Spotify and Apple Music and on demand on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back in, Cup of Joe, a little midday madness on Tide 100.9, streaming on the Tide 100.9 app, Seth Topper, Aiden Dollins, Seth Shirey, and myself, Joe Gaither, hanging out with you guys. Big thanks for joining in the last segment. Let's talk. Well, I want to get into bobbleheads, and I want to get into Alabama-Auburn softball, but we want to respect the Derek Daniel State Farm hotline, and we'll bring in our man, Tom. Tom, what's good? How's your Friday? You look at it. It's going to be a great weekend, my man. It sure is, Joe. How are you, my friend? Oh, we're having a lot of fun today. Now, I'm going to tell you a thing or two. I'm going to set you straight once I love again. It. I'm listening. I'm okay, taking my you notes. Ready for it? Are you sitting down, Joe? Uh, are you ready for this ton of bricks that's fixing to nail you? <laughs> I've got my notepad out. Give it to me. All right, baby. Here it comes. Here it comes. You know I love you, Joe. Oh, don't don't. That's okay. That that's okay. I like it. All right. The tough love is the best right. love. Now, I will point out to you on the uh, football team, right? If they don't do something about that measly mouth offensive line, I don't care who the quarterback is, they're not going anywhere. You hear me? Preach! Do you hear me? Preach it, Tom. Preach it. All right, here I come again. Number two. The deal is this. Uh... Damn, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, no. What's the deal? Uh, First step, offensive line. Let's reset it. First step, if the offensive line doesn't get nastier, and you're exactly right, Tom, they got to get mean. they got to get nasty. If we don't have a running game, it's going to be impossible. And, oh, yeah, I just thought of what I was going to say. Now, uh, four or five years ago, we had a quarterback. His name was Blake Sims. We can't win with Blake Sims. We got to have a quarterback. We can't win with Blake Sims. All on this radio station. Every time somebody opened their mouth, Blake Sims was bad. Blake Sims this. He can't. He won't. He ain't. On and on, all day long, how bad Blake Sims. Remember? Oh, yeah. Blake Sims couldn't get it done, and all he did was take us to an, win an SEC championship and set single-season records. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, I, I call that to your remembrance to remind you, not only did they say that about Blake Sims, what did they say about $255 million man Jalen Hurts? Oh, Come my on. God. He can't read a defense. He can't Please see the field. He can't throw. Me. He can't do Please nothing. tell me. He threw his way to $255 million. He makes more in a year than Jed Clampett had. 
was he 23 and 2 as a starter? Was that what it was? 23 or was oh, yeah. he 24? Yeah, yeah. 26. All right, there we I'm go. Call, I knew we were I'm in the 20s. In every day, every day, every day, for people at that radio station get on their knees and apologize to the world <laughs> for what they said about Jalen Hurts. Preach. Preach. See you, babe. Love it, Tom. Have a great day. That's Tom on the Derrick Daniels State Farm Hotline. He missed. Uh, he, he got on a roll good, sputtered, and then got back on a roll. We love it. Yes, you need the offensive line. Go ahead. I was going to say, to his point, Blake Sims kind of walked so Jalen Hurts could run oh, in a way. Yes. I mean, Blake Sims brought the Alabama offense into the modern era. Yes. Straight up. Uh, you know, and obviously, you had the Derrick Henry year after that where we kind of got a little bit more back to smash mouth football. Whatever. Lane Kiffin and Blake Sims, they brought Alabama offense into the modern era. They made it, it what it is today and why we were able to win championships after, you know, Kirby left and after we kind of started to drift away from the early dynasty style of, you know, smash mouth defense, smash mouth run the ball offense. Blake Sims deserves all the credit in the world for doing that, for ushering Alabama into a more prosperous offensive era. All right, let's take our pivot here. Alabama and Auburn softball. Miss Montana Feltz night tonight. How about a 1,102 strikeouts? How about 1.68 career ERA? How about 92 wins? Uh, how about how many saves do we have? 15 saves. You've got uh, you've got 147 career appearances from Miss Montana Fouts. This is according to RollTide.com. Uh, we all know she's got what three or four perfect games. Uh, four perfect games under no, her. four four no hitters. Three of them are perfect games. Three perfect games with the with four no hitters. Thank you for the correction there. Great production 101. We're all going to give it up for Miss Montana Fouts. Tonight is Montana Fouts night. The Alabama softball team uh, starts a three-game set with the Auburn Tigers uh, tonight. As the softball season gets into kind of that last third of the year, we're trying to kind of position ourselves for an SEC tournament, uh, for, for, for a good seed in the SEC tournament, and then, of course, uh, looking for a bid for a, reg- uh, a, a, a regional, hopefully going to be hosting a regional. You've got Auburn, LSU, Ole M- and Ole Miss left on the series slates for, uh, for, uh, for the Crimson Tide. So what? You, that's uh, three. Uh, three times three is nine games left uh, on this so- on this softball season. And looks like one. Uh, we are uh, home against. Yeah, two more home series. Two more home series, Auburn and LSU. So, th- so that's going to be it. If you want to pay homage to Miss Montana Fouts, and look, if you like Alabama at all. At all, at all, uh, you need you, you should be respecting uh, Montana Felton and her contribution to uh, not only to to Alabama but to the game of softball. I think she's grown the game of softball. I think that her impact has been um, has been immeasurable uh, as far as what it what it, will, what it will mean for the game of softball. You see her interact with uh, young girls at, at at events all the time, and there's no telling what that will mean uh, years down the line. Yeah, a legend of the sport and a legend of the school. Absolutely. A legend of the program. Uh, I mean, she'll go down, like you said, as one of the best athletes to ever come through the University of Alabama, period. 8 p.m. tonight, the, the, softball, uh, the softball team takes on, t- takes on the Auburn Tigers over at the Rhodes House. So, you, I mean, come on, to go flood the Rhodes House, get, get on the secondary market and uh, support Miss Montana Faust. Now, here's the deal. Oh, you want something? Yeah, go ahead. I, I just wanted to throw in there, let's not forget the rightful 2021 homecoming queen. Oh, yeah, uh, 100%, 100%. That was rigged, uh, completely rigged. Now, look. If you're going to honor a legend, if you're going to honor, and, and look, not just a legend of Alabama softball. Like you can say, oh, great, one of the best softball players at the sports school. Okay, great. Well, she's transcended. She's transcended being, oh, this is one of the best softball players at the school. Uh, she's one of the best athletes ever at the school. Period. Male or female, bar none. She's in the Kelly Kretschmann category of being best best athlete. You know, softball, we're transcending softball. Even though softball is great, it's one of the most popular sports on campus. Um, but what's... Oh, my gosh. I am offended on her behalf. I'm offended on Montana Fouts' behalf because... Um, you know, if, if you've been paying attention to softball at all this year, they've been doing a promotion. They've been doing promotion uh, at the Rhodes House, giving out bobbleheads to honor the seniors. For senior nights, we're giving out bobbleheads. And this this uh, this this Friday tonight is going to be bobblehead night. First 450 fans can get 
uh, they say it's a Montana Fouts bobblehead, but I would beg to differ. Um, you can go, you, you can check it out. Actually, Aiden, will you, will you, um, um, will you take the picture in our group me, uh, of coach Murphy's Instagram and just retweet it, uh, from the tide. So everybody can see what we're looking at here. Uh, and I'll retweet it from at Joe Gaither six at tide 109. You guys can, wherever you're following us, you can see the picture of this bobblehead. If you haven't seen it, you need like, uh, you need to, this is, and it's not just the Montana Fouts bobblehead. That's what that's what the that's what the problem is. Well, yesterday, my, uh, our our kids, our, the interns, really were uh, were getting ready for the game and getting ready for the weekend. And we got a couple Pasto softball fans. They they showed me the, this bobblehead, and I hadn't seen any of them. Monta- this Montana Fouts bobblehead looks like. Um, somebody said Tom Brady with a ponytail. I think that's a pretty accurate description. Um, look, these ladies are not unattractive people. These bobbleheads are monstrosities. These mon- these bobbleheads do not do not re- do not look like do not favor these ladies at all in my opinion outside of the Alabama uniform that they're wearing in the in in, in the depiction. And it it seems like the fella who did the Nick Saban statue, his younger brother did these bobbleheads. Uh, they, they don't look anything like the ladies. Uh, you get the you look at the Ashley Pratt, the 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 uh, Ali Shipman, excuse me, the Ali Shipman bobblehead. Ali Shipman dyes her hair blonde, puts blonde into her hair. Like, it's not all blonde all the time, but, but like it is light. It is a lighter hair. Ali Shipman's bobblehead is dark brown hair. It's like, hey, we just see what's under your roots, and we're just going to make your hair brown. We're just going to make your hair dark. Like They don't look anything like it's, 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 it's offensive. They can say these bobbleheads are those players, but they look nothing like them. I mean, I saw, I saw, I think it was the Ali Shipman one. I was like, that doesn't look like her. Why would I want that? That doesn't resemble her at all. Can I be honest? Ali Shipman is very attractive. And and, and, and the, the bobblehead, it looks... It looks like... Um, it looks like a sixth grade... Uh, you know, a sixth grade art, art project. A sixth grade art project. And look, you did great work in sixth grade. Your mama put it on the fridge. But, it, but you weren't that good. It looks like a sixth grader, you know, in a sculpting class, put this together. And I, look, no disrespect on the artist. You didn't, you didn't make the mark here. That's fine. It's fine if the artist can't do it. Why are we signing off on this? Why are we spending money? Is this what the NIL is going for? Why are we signing off on this? Like, I think the ladies... Look, I'm going to put myself in, the, in, in in their athlete's shoes. I would want one of these if it was one of mine. Oh, the Joe Gaither bobblehead. But I would be like, this doesn't look like me at all. I would want one, and I'd put it in my closet, or I'd put it on my shelf. It would be in a place It's like I, I have one just to have one, but I would never display it. It would not be, hey, man, come to the game. Check out these bobbleheads. You got to get one. No. Do you think they do you think they got the bobblehead and looked at the other their teammates and looked at their families like this, is this what I really look like guys? I think they probably laughed about it. I think they they know that they don't look like that. I think they probably are, were all looking at him like, oh, who has the worst bobblehead? Sure, it's it's funny. it has it's to be fun. a troll. Why why does why does Montana Fouts have the arm of an iron worker? Well, I mean. <laughs> Because she because she strikes out she, union iron she struck right out now. that arm struck out eleven hundred batters. But you're right, her arm doesn't look like that. Her arm doesn't look like that. That arm is like Popeye the Sailor Man. It's like Popeye just had his spinach and his pot pumped up. And like Montana Fouts, yes, she's a strong lady and she, and she gets it done, but she doesn't look like that at that, that, all. That arm looks like it curls dumbbells at the end of a dive bar. Right, right, right. And, and so, um. I love you, softball team, and I root for your success. And this is, but like, do you, it has to be a troll. It has to be a work. It has to be a fix. The ladies have to be in on it because, like, the Ali Shipman bobblehead doesn't really look like her. None of them look like like her. I'm looking at Ali Shipman's right now, and somebody said the Ali Shipman bobblehead looks like uh looks like they're only recruiting. Looks like they're out here to recruit a quarterback. Yeah, it looks like a football coach. The the face. It looks like a male football coach with with, with hair on the back. I, and I'm sorry, Allie doesn't look like none of these ladies look like this. And so is this the right way to honor these ladies' great efforts and, and hard work and uh, everything they're giving to the school? It's it's kind of offensive to me. I guess if it puts money in their pocket, I guess. Does so, it? But I mean, I, don't, I would hope so. I'd hope they at least are getting a few hundred bucks out of 
uh, these bobbleheads. But you know, who knows? Who knows? It, I, I hope that they're finding the humor in it, though. I, I hope they're. I do too. Lord, I do too. They're atrocious. They just don't look anything like them. They just don't. It's like they, you know, they just casted random girl bobbleheads that barely even look like females. I think that's the only way they signed off is like, hey, it puts money in our pockets, so I guess go ahead and put it out. Yeah, maybe they just don't care at all what they look like. They're getting a little bit of money. Well, I would if it were, if it were me. I would I would be ups and, and maybe that's me being a sensitive Sally. But I would if it, if it were if it were the, the the hypothetical never to be created. Joe Kather bobblehead. I would be offended. All right, let's uh, go ahead and hit our break. We got a couple minutes left in the show. When we come back, uh, let's hit some ancillary topics that I've got left on the sheet. Uh, Arizona Cardinals put out some new uniforms yesterday. Uh, LeBaron Fight decommitted from Auburn and Dabo Sweeney are you going to take a scholarship away from a walk-on you wouldn't you would never all that and more right here on Cup of Joe Midday Madness on Tide 100.9 you're listening to the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports Tide 100.9 You've probably seen their clothing around town on game days, but check out Christopher Mobley on the Strip. It's luxury game day apparel redefined. It's the only place in town where you can find Todd Hoops apparel. Clothing designed for the modern-day entrepreneur, golf enthusiast, and athleisure fanatic. They've got Peter Millar, Viore, Grayson, and Miz and Main. And if you haven't tried the Miz and Main dress shirts, you've got to. You can find them at 1410 University Boulevard on the Strip. Also, they've got a great e-commerce site at ChristopherMobley.shop. So check out Christopher Mobley, luxury game day apparel redefined. Pastor's Kitchen Mexican Food with Pastor Garcia, who serves our community in so many different capacities. It's the great restaurant, Northport, Northside, right off McFarland Boulevard, right past Highway 43. You'll find the great lunch and dinner specials Monday through Saturday. It's Pastor's Kitchen Mexican Food, from the fajitas to the combinations to the great pastor's dip that you've got to try at Pastor's Kitchen Mexican Food with Pastor Garcia. Road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can rent the latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside assistance and is backed by an entire team of people you know and trust. Rent a Toyota and let's go places. Reserving yours is a breeze at TuscaloosaToyota.com. From our home base right here in Birmingham, Alabama. We are here. Here, treating patients from every generation across the United States and from around the world. As respected industry leaders, we are here working hard for you in an effort to provide you with excellence in sports medicine, excellence in research and education, and excellence in sports injury prevention. We are here for you, aggressively pursuing victory over injury. Learn more at andrewsportsmedicine.com. It's Mark's Mark in downtown Northport. If you want to dominate the grill today or any day, I know weather has changed here in West Alabama, but many of you still want to get out in front of the grill. How about it's a great steak, a pork chop, a chicken swirl, salmon swirl, the twice-baked potatoes, the casseroles, the dips, the appetizer, the cakes, the pies. It's Mark's Mark, all the local seasoning, things that you will not find anywhere else. You'll find it at Mark's downtown Northport under that Roll Tide Bridge. Want to jump into any of the shows? Call Tide 100.9 right now at 205-342-9904. Will somebody answer that damn phone? That's 205-342-9904. I try to discover I'm digging the vibe today. Well done. You're three for three. Three for three. We love it. Welcome back in. Cup of Joe Midday Madness on Tide 100.9. Aiden Dollins, Seth Shirey, Seth Hopper, and, of course, Joe Gaither. Hanging out with you about ten more minutes before Big Noon Sports comes up. We will remind you that it will be a free-for-all Friday on the game here at 2 o'clock with Ryan Fowler. And then we'll have Alabama baseball against Missouri at 6 p.m. Start at 5.55 with Roger Hoover and our friends. So you'll be able to hear Alabama against Missouri all weekend long. And let me just tell you a little tidbit. Tomorrow we'll do a day pregame show. Steve Shane. 
Shannon, Steve Shannon, it'll be Steve Shannon, D.C., and, 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 and Hunter Johnson down there on the quad. We'll have Alabama uh, A-Day. And then we will have Alabama baseball at 5 p.m. We're contractually obligated to start it at 4.55. We expect, I expect, A-Day to be over by then, but we might have to pull out just a little bit early. If that's the case, you'll be able to hear all of the A-Day broadcasts of, uh, football-wise on 95.3 The Bear from the very start to the very beginning. No interruptions on 95.3 The Bear. There may be small chance that we have to pull out and play some baseball at 4.55 tomorrow on Tide uh, 100.9. All right, let's hit our last couple topics with just a few minutes left in the day. And what's the most interesting to me? Bobbleheads, Arizona, we did that. Arizona Cardinals, LeBaron Phylon, or Dabo Sweeney. Sep, your pick. Doesn't matter. I said we get to Phylon. Phylon, LeBaron Phylon. Four-star, five-star recruit. Depends on what you're looking at. But all consensus, number one recruit in the state of Alabama 2024 class. And he's a bad man. He is a bad, bad guard. And he looks awesome. Was committed to Auburn up until this morning. This morning, last night. This morning, the LeBaron Phylon lets out that he is decommitting from the University of Auburn. And many people speculate that's because the assistant coach that recruited him is now at Ole Miss. Who is that, Seb Chirey? Wes Flanagan. Wes Flanagan went from Auburn to Ole Miss. And LeBaron Phylon's recruitment is now reopened. Does that give you a little tingle, Sep? I mean, I want to be optimistic, yeah. I, I, I mean, we got to be in the mix, I would think. But at the same time, I'm not too optimistic because, like you said, that assistant that recruited him is now at Ole Miss, who, of course, has Chris Beard, who, of course, is going to be bringing that program way up very fast. And it would not shock me at all if he ends up at Ole Miss. You got $5 for LeBaron Phylon? I got 10. I'll, yeah, I'll give him $5 to come to Bama. Absolutely. You, you, can, can you get any money, Seth? Seth? Uh, I'll go five. Five bucks, so we're up to 20. You got any money? Eight dollars? Throw in the LeBaron Phylon? 69 cents. Nice. $20.69 for the guys on Cup of Joe. LeBaron Phylon. We need to get you to Alabama. Um, look, I think Seth laid, it, Seth laid it all out there quite well. I think he's probably still flirting between Auburn, Ole Miss, and Alabama with the Auburn and Ole Miss leading the case, uh, unfortunately. But it'll be it'd be sick to get LeBaron Phylon. It'd be sick. I think that look, I, I think we're at the point with Nate Oates where we got to with Nick Saban in 2009, 8, 9, 10, where it's like whatever happens in recruiting, even if we miss some guys, whoever we're going to be bringing in are going to be quality guys, going to be quality players and going to raise the level of the program. So, uh, yeah, we might have some misses. It stinks to miss guys. There are always prospects that you love uh, that, you know, end up making decisions that you don't love. Uh, but, I, but I'm comfortable with whatever direction NATO goes. All right, just a couple minutes, and I want to rip on Dabo Sweeney. Dabo! Dabo Sweeney is three scholarships over the limit right now. Now, that's not a problem because the deadline isn't till later in the year. But Dabo Sweeney yesterday flirted, or yesterday, day before, in some comments, talked about, oh, maybe taking scholarships away from a walk-on to, to, to get under the scholarship limit. He acknowledged, oh, they know it's a year-to-year deal. They know it's a year-to-year deal. Dabo, you were a walk-on. You would not dare take three scholarships away from your walk-on class, your, your wide receiver, your, your, your long snapper, your undersized linebacker. You wouldn't dare take away scholarships that these guys earned. You said that they earned last year just because you're over the scholarship limit. Which, Dabo, that's unethical. How's he going to break this news to him? Hey, guys, come on in here. I know last year we made a whole big deal. We had a big party for you when I of gave course. you the scholarships. Social but, media uh, I need video. you to go back to Little Caesars, get your jobs back, because we're taking the scholarships away. <laughs> you know you had the social media video. Have your mom call you. Hey, little Johnny, you're on scholarship. Ah! Everybody goes crazy. I think I'd transfer on the spot. He's, he's, I bet you he's going to try to frame it like, oh, well, we gave him a year of scholarship. Like, that's tens of thousands of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> he's dabbling with The education is enough. The education is what it's all about. And look, this is the reason, guys. The Dabo Sweeney should not be coming to Alabama after Nick Saban's retirement. You can talk about, oh, you know, Alabama blood. He's an Alabama man. These shenanigans are not professional. These shenanigans are not, uh, what? 
high quality organization. What would Alabama do. football is about? No, it's not what, what Alabama football. Because here's what happens: Nick Saban, if you're over the scholarship limit, is not going to talk about it. Two guys are going to the transfer portal. You'll never know. You will never know if they didn't want to play here or if Saban told them to leave or if, 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 if uh, you know, arguments happen, if they leave amicably. You'll never know. You will never know because that's how we do it here. We're not going to, you know, hey, you know what, Johnny boy, I know you worked really hard, but you're, now you're off scholarship. No, Nick Saban, we keep that stuff in house. You don't need to talk about we might take some walk-ons off scholarship. Dabo Sweeney, come on. That, that's some Roy bus stuff. Rest of y'all. That, you know, he always makes fun of himself. We're riding on the Roy bus. That is why you're riding on the Roy bus. That's why you're never coming to be the head coach at Alabama. That's some, that's some crud, honestly. Offensive crud, in my opinion. Big news sports is coming up next. Seth Shirey, thanks for your time. Thanks for your help. Yes, sir. Yes, Aiden sir. Yes, Dollins, sir. thanks for your time and help. And Seth, Seth, uh, Seth Hopper, excuse me, tongue-tied, two S's. Seth Hopper, big thanks for your help as well. Big news sports coming up next. Matt Coulter actually is out because he's going to Talladega. So you got Lars Anderson and Christian Miller coming up next on Big News Sports.